what we ended up doing was looking at debt as a vehicle. And we came up with a pretty innovative solution that allowed the debt to be structured a lot like equity. So the rate of the loan is based on the appreciation of the home. And really the goal is to preserve as much home equity as possible for the homeowner in a downside scenario. And then we only charge more when the home price goes up. So that's really the goal at Fraction is to create these financial products with mutually beneficial outcomes. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Peckford here. Today on the show, I have Hayden James. Hayden is a patented inventor, a tech entrepreneur, and most recently, the founder of Fraction.is. I have a conversation with Hayden about what is Fraction, how it works, how it can help mortgage brokers in their business. And I often think about with these tools, you know, you as a mortgage broker, you have access to all these golf clubs in your bag. And very rarely does somebody come along with a tool that's really different than everything else. And I really think that what Fraction is doing is definitely unique. It is kind of like a reverse mortgage product in that there's no interest payments, but there's no age limit on it. So anybody can use it and it allows the homeowners to access the equity of their home without payments. And I can see a lot of different use cases where this would be very valuable for clients. So I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. Check it out and check out Fraction.is when you get a chance. Hey, Hayden, welcome to the show. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you. So I got introduced to you from a mutual friend, Alex. You guys have a very innovative product that I have not seen before, and the innovation doesn't happen a lot in our industry. We're going to talk about that product, but before we do, it's called Fraction.is. I want to actually ask you some questions about you and kind of how you got here. Maybe just tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey before you co-founded Fraction.is. Yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate you having me again, Scott. I'm an entrepreneur by trade. And so right out of high school, I invented pre-wax hockey tape, which essentially hockey players tape their stick and then put wax on it so snow and ice doesn't build up. And so I was able to come up with the wax formula that enabled adhesive to stick to wax. I had that actually patented in both Canada and the US and then did manufacturing out of London, Ontario, and had that distributed in stores like Walmart and Dick's Sporting Goods. Manufacturing is very hard. And so coming out of that, I wanted to work on putting together a technology solution for entrepreneurs like myself who had to do a lot of marketing. And so started working on a fully automated social media marketing solution called Amplify. And that's how I met my co-founder, Josh. We started working on that on nights and weekends. I took a job at realtor.com, which is Zillow's biggest competitor, a large real estate technology platform that got me exposed to the largest brokerages in the US and working in between the product teams and the sales teams. Just a really great exposure to the problems that they saw. Around the spring of 2018, Josh and I both left our jobs and started to pursue Amplify full-time. And so we were working out of a real estate brokerage in order to be closer to our users. And we got to see a lot of the reasons why people were selling their homes. And so our families had gone through the same situation. And then on the other side of that, there's a lot of investors that wanted to participate in the market, but who weren't renting out the homes. And so there's essentially this massive liquidity problem. Kind of the question we asked ourselves was, could you sell shares in your home? We've talked about this before, but this is a very yeah. creative question. Most people don't think of it. <laughs> Like, can I sell shares in my home? Can I sell my closet? Or, you know, like, I know you can't do that, but yeah. go on. So this led you down a path that ultimately led yeah. to you launching Fraction.is. But so tell me about how you got there. Being exposed to this kind of real world market scenarios every day at this real estate brokerage really gave us insight into what was going on. And again, so we asked that question, like, could someone sell shares in their home? And came to the conclusion pretty quickly that it was a bad idea. Homeowners didn't want to give up control. Investors didn't want to have the downside risk of a homeowner. And then on the capital side, equity was just really expensive. Investors wanted 10% plus returns. And so we just knew that wasn't a really great solution for homeowners either, because that was eventually going to have to come out of their pocket some way. What we ended up doing was looking at debt as a vehicle. And we came up with a pretty innovative solution that allowed the debt to be structured a lot like equity. So the rate of the loan is based on the appreciation of the home. And really the goal is to preserve as much home equity as possible for the homeowner in a downside scenario. And then we only charge more when the home price goes up. 
So that's really the goal at Fraction is to create these financial products with mutually beneficial outcomes. Right. And before we get into that a bit more, there was one type of product that you said that sort of solves this that's out there, but it actually has some significant flaws to it. So tell me about mm -hmm. that so that people don't confuse Fraction with that. They're essentially home co-investments. Now they have their position in the market, typically higher in the loan to value ratio. They can be used as down payments, for example. But typically what they do is they'll take something called leveraged appreciation or a multiple on appreciation. And so if they put in 10% of the home value, they'll take, for instance, 40% of the appreciation. Now, the problem with that is it ends up locking homeowners out of the market because as the property appreciates, you're giving up a substantial amount of the upside compared to alternatives just across the street. And so that's where that problem you run into and that homeowner get into the market, but they eventually just get priced out as well. And so we wanted to try to avoid that. So if I'm listening to this, I'm a mortgage broker. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. How is this different than a reverse mortgage? When we talked about it, I'm like, is this like a reverse mm -hmm. mortgage or what? It's kind of, but not really. So explain to me yeah. the differences there. Some of the things that were kind of similar to reverse mortgages, because we don't have monthly payments. And so that's typically why people put us into that bucket, but that's really where the similarities stop. We don't have any age restrictions, so we can be used by anyone that has more than 60% of their home paid off. We also don't have loan to value based on age, obviously, because we don't have those age restrictions. And so we go up to 40% loan to value. And again, the rate of the loan is based on the appreciation of the home. And so the key there is that we have a minimum of three and a half percent that we charge and a maximum of 7.99. And again, it's just based on the appreciation over the term. Five-year term, if it was Correct. averaged, interest rate would be 4%. What happens if it's a negative depreciation? Yeah, the, then we have a minimum interest rate of three and a half percent that we charge right so maximum they need to have 60 percent equity in their home and any yeah. age what do they need to qualify so like if i'm coming to see you what do you look for to qualify them the main thing that we're looking at again is they have enough equity in the home to qualify the second is that we'll look at the type of property and so we unfortunately can't work with leaseholder mobile homes but we can work with almost everything else the other thing for us is just regional so we can't deal with homes that are one-offs that are really hard to find comparables because one of the things that we do is at inception we'll do an appraisal and have an agreement of the home value value at the homeowner. And at the end of the term, or if they choose not to refinance, we do another appraisal. And that's how we determine the interest rate based on that appreciation. And so it's important that we can accurately gauge home values. And so that's one of the major considerations we have. Do you guys qualify based on income? Nope. No income. We have a minimum credit score of 650. We can look at potential exceptions based on things like debt servicing ratios, especially if they're using the use of proceeds to pay off high interest debt. But that's kind of a baseline for us. What types of things can you do with a fraction? And would you call it a loan then? A fraction? Is there a mortgage? It's really a mortgage vehicle, right? Yeah, we call it a fraction appreciation mortgage. Okay. or a fraction mortgage for short. So we're used for everything from purchases to refinancing both primary and secondary residences. So we're not just limited to primary residences as well. So that's a big difference between obviously reverse mortgages. We have some people that are using it to diversify themselves. So 70, 80, 90% of their net worth is in their home. They want to take a portion of that, put it into other investments that pay them a dividend. We're seeing that quite often. With COVID, we're seeing people that have lost their jobs. They're unable to make their mortgage payment. And so what we'll do is we'll refinance them out of their existing mortgage until they get back on their feet and then they can transition back into a traditional kind of standard amortizing mortgage. We don't have prepayment penalties as well. And so there's a lot of flexibility there for the homeowner, which is key. We want to make sure that they're making the best financial decisions and there's nothing that impedes them from doing that. What are you seeing right now in terms of use cases? So you talked about the person lost their jobs or any other things that you're noticing people are using fractional mortgage for? Purchases is a big one where people are taking out some of the existing home equity in their home and using that to purchase a rental income property in order to increase their cash flow. And so that's a pretty typical 
one for us. The diversification one's big. So taking a portion of their home equity, putting it into something else. The other one, again, is purely just getting rid of high interest debt and debt consolidation. And so they have high interest debt that they need to pay down. They use fraction to do that. What's the minimum and maximum loan size you guys would do? We don't have an official minimum loan size, but based on just the fees and the cost of doing it, anything under that sixty to $75,000 just doesn't make a ton of sense for the borrower. It makes sense for them to go get unsecured credit, most likely, based on like an APR basis. And then our maximum loan size is $1.5 million. Is there fees to set it up? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a 2.5% fee that we charge at the inception. Now it's rolled into the cost of the loan. And then we have kind of typical origination fees. So legal inspection and appraisal. And then what do you pay if I'm a mortgage broker and I'm sending deals to you guys? What do you guys pay us? We typically pay 100 basis points. Obviously, different shops have different kind of situations that they're working with, but that's our standard. 100 basis points. And so does that mean it's 2.5 plus 1% or does that 2.5 include the 1%? The 2.5% includes the 100 basis points that goes to the mortgage broker. Right. But there's no out-of-pocket cost for them. It's basically all rolled into the setup. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then what areas are you lending in right now? Where are you and where are you going next? I have a national audience, actually an international audience. So if you're in the U.S., tell me about with that? Where are you guys heading? Right now we're in British Columbia and Ontario. So we only work through mortgage brokers, financial advisors. We actually have a lead program or any internal leads that we generate through our website, we refer out to mortgage brokers. And then what we will be doing is expanding to Washington state within the next six months as well. Right. And then is your plan to go into multiple states? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to expand BC and Ontario will be most likely the main origination points for us here in Canada. And then we'll be mostly focused on the US expansion. Okay. Do you hope to get into all the states at some point? For us, we're really looking at it on a state-by-state basis, especially right now with everything going on. So the most likely the states we're going to expand to after that are going to be California or Arizona. Is there anything that I should have asked you about that you think people would need to know about Fraction? I think like the biggest thing for us is from a cultural standpoint, how we want to work with customers, that we're really trying to create this thing called socially conscious finance. And the idea is that it's more than cultural values on the wall, but can actually engineer and create new solutions that create mutually beneficial outcomes. And so the goal is, again, that we charge the least amount that we can possibly to homeowners when they're not a good financial position. And when they're in a great financial position, we charge a little bit more. So realigning this kind of incentives around financial products with homeowners is a really key piece of fraction. The other part is that we're come from a technology background. So my co-founder and CTO is a computer engineer, built a system from origination to securitization. And so the goal for us is to create as much transparency as possible throughout the process, both for the brokers, as well as for the clients. And so that means having a backend dashboard that you can see live updates on, you can auto-generate documents. We just want to make it as simple and as easy for everyone to understand and be able to use. How do they get signed up? And then how do they submit you files once they get signed up? We have a brokers at fraction.is that you can send an email to. You can actually just go to our platform and sign up directly as well. That's just through fraction.is in our resource section. The other is that we're on Logics. So if you want to submit a deal, we're on the private lender section in Fraction Technologies. One thing you'd mentioned to me, which you didn't talk about in this podcast, maybe to touch on is you said that this was something you created for your parents. So talk about that. Mm -hmm. I think this ties into the vision and mission of what you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. My co-founder and I don't come from finance. We really were developing solutions for our parents and the experiences we had had when we had been growing up. And that's how I think we came to a new and novel solution and what we think is fair. At the end of the day, if you're asking, would I recommend this to my closest family? You're going to come up with some solutions that make sense. That's really for us, the underlying kind of driver behind every decision we make. Is this something we would recommend to our parents or to our family or people we love? Want to treat everyone with that same sort of compassion and empathy. Right. That's good. And so they just go to brokers at fraction.is 
Yeah, you can email brokers email at Fraction. Or go yeah. to fraction.is. Yeah, and we have a resource up. page. You can get some info. So this has been really helpful, brother. And I'm excited that there's some new innovation coming. I like the fact that it's kind of like a reverse mortgage, but different. And it also doesn't have any age restrictions on it, which is going to be unique. I guarantee you the clever brokers out there are going to be thinking about use cases like, oh, this could work. Because I feel like as a mortgage broker, it's like being a golfer with, you know, 12 <laughs> clubs in your bag. And yeah. then all of a sudden a new pitching wedge came out. You know, it's like, hey, how do I use this club? It's not for everything, but there's certain scenarios where having this club be able to pull it out and use it for your client is actually the right solution. It's great to see something different come to the marketplace. We're also seeing we're partnering with private lenders as well. And so if homeowners need to access more than 40%, they can do that through a private that will go behind us. And we have preferred partnerships that we're putting in place. Private lenders that understand our product, understand the risk associated with it. Mm -hmm. So that's always an option as well. Right. Somebody wants to go to a higher loan to value. Awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much, man. Check out fraction.is. And thanks, Hayden. I appreciate your time. No, really appreciate it, Scott. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you do, you'll get three deals in the next week. Okay, that's not entirely true, but we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can check out everything at ilovemortgagebrokering.com. See you next week.